Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 62. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma, and joining me today is Gabby Ganoop. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Um, so Gabby is a legal assistant, mm-hmm. and and she also just works out a lot because she's ready to get shredded. <laughs> uh, so so why did you choose to like pursue legal assistant? Um, so the funny part is I actually never planned on going into law at all. Okay. Um, I took law in high school, thought it was really interesting. Um, I always kind of thought maybe I would go into like business or maybe political sciences. Okay. Um, I also was one of just those people that was interested in everything though. Yeah, okay, um, yeah. And I, if I could afford to be a student forever, I would do everything. Um, and I did English literature for about a year and a half and then took a break from school. Um, just because when you have that crisis and you're like, I'm at school, spending my time, paying to be here, but I don't know where I'm going with it. Maybe I need some life experience. I don't know. Yeah, and better um, not just to pay to waste like time where you're just kind of like drifting. Yeah, and I mean, being a student is a really good experience, and it's always worth your time, and it's always worth the money. Um, but yeah, so I took some time off, and I did kind of all sorts of things. I did serving, and I did like some auto financing, um, like kind of just general reception jobs. And then I got pretty sick of it after about a year. And decided to go back to school. I actually went to go into accounting. So the program I took is through business technology. It's a trade at okay. VIU, um, which is super great. The program's awesome. It's only a year long, and there's three streams. So there's um, admin, accounting, and the legal stream. Okay. Um, I went to go into accounting just to kind of be able to do like bookkeeping, payroll, um, basically be able to be very versatile, kind of at any office job. Right. To not limit myself. Um, and it's a super popular program, and the only stream with any seats left was legal. Oh. <laughs> so. Fair enough. Uh, I ended up there, and I mean, I have a pretty cool career now. I've got lots of good opportunity out of it, so I don't regret doing it um, by any means, but it's just kind of one of those things you accidentally stumble upon and end up going with it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So then, like, I guess it only took about a year, and then you started looking for jobs, or did they kind of, like, try to set you up? Um, so at the end of, like, all of the trades programs, um, nice thing about business technology is it's just, like, mechanics or, like, carpentry or anything else. At the end, you do a practical. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually was really lucky, kind of just through, um, like, knowing people in the community. I ended up working before I was done school. Um, so I started when I was about six months into school working part-time at a firm downtown in Nanaimo um, to kind of get my experience in and do school at the same time, help out with some of like the bills and paying for school and stuff, okay. um, which was really cool. And then, yeah, they place you um, in your last month of schooling into a practicum. And I think probably most of the people in my program just ended up staying. That's really good. That's a pretty were. good t- like, rate then. Yeah. Like, for me, when we were in school, like we, we all did our practicum and everything, I think two or three people out of 17 got a job yeah uh, right out of the way and then as far as i know less than half of us have are working in the field now what's really crazy too about like law is there is a huge generational turnover right now okay um so it's kind of like all of the baby boomers are retiring out of law um and which just leaves these huge gaps right um especially in nanaimo um specifically right now i do prosecution which is the opposite of defense (laughs) Okay. Um, and most of the defense bar, most of prosecution, and kind of the older um, admin p- 
people, like office managers, that kind of thing, um, they're all going through their retirement stage right now, which is leaving like such a huge opportunity for young people. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like most of the time when you get out of school, you're just kind of like, you're you're looking for the experience, but they're like, no, we need like three years experience. And you're yeah. just like, how can I get any fucking job? Like, yeah. That's cool. So then uh, you said you were like, you kind of bounced around a bit. So did you go, were you just kind of moving from like, uh, like get promoted to another place or did you kind of just get like other jobs here and there? Um, like since I've been in law? Yeah. Um, so once I finished school, I stayed with the firm um, that I did like my practicum and everything with for a couple of months and it just ended up not being for me. Okay. Um, it was a family law and kind of like a civil litigation firm, which are like super awesome areas of work. There's always tons of work to do. Right. Um, but it was just not the right place, kind of an internal politics thing. Okay. Um, one thing also that I've learned about working in an office setting is like, you have to be a team even if you're not really a team player and sometimes you just you just don't mesh well with certain people. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> um, and in a smaller office setting that can be really hard to handle um, and law like is pretty stressful and you already kind of take it home with you and then when you take home like the kind of bantering and like internal stresses of um, tension between you and other coworkers, um, it just kind of is too much. So I get that. I moved down to Victoria kind of that following summer. Um, and I ended up with a law firm that does constitutional indigenous law. So like treaty negotiations, um, big settlement for like land rights, um, purchasing of land and resources, that kind of thing. Um, and then I stayed with that company for about two years. They sent me after a year over to Vancouver to their other firm. Okay. Um, and then there, same deal, constitutional indigenous law. Um, but I got to do a lot more litigation as well. So like bigger um, appeals of previous decisions that had already been made. Right. Um, super cool. The firm um, is really nationally well respected. They work all over Canada and every province and territory. That's cool. Um, and within every province and territory, there's all different kinds of levels of court. Um, there's like their regular municipal, like, or I guess provincial court, and then there's Supreme Court. Um, above the Supreme Court is like the Court of Appeal. And then um, there's also like the Supreme Court of Justice, which is essentially like the Supreme Court of Canada. Oh, okay. So, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So then, yeah, I guess that's where you ended up now? I uh, was with them, yeah, two years with them, and then. Um, I'm not a city person. My family's here. I love Nanaimo. I'm from here. Yeah, I don't blame you. Victoria's a lot to handle, and I don't, I don't like it, so... Yeah, Victoria was, like, okay, and then I made it to Vancouver, and I just wasn't for it. No, I don't blame you either, because it's like, it's like, take Victoria, triple that. Yeah, it was like Victoria on steroids. Yeah. Um, and I just... Yeah, it just wasn't for me, and I mean, I wanted to come home eventually. Kind of did it to, like put my name out there, get my experience, totally. um, have it on the resume, and then it was always my plan to come home. That's cool. So uh, a girl that I actually took my legal assistant program with, she's from Nanaimo here, um, and she was going on maternity leave, so she knew I kind of was like looking to come home. Oh, perfect. Um, worked out that she was like, hey, I work for like just a sole practitioner over here, I'm his only staff, and I'm obviously gonna be leaving soon. Are you still looking to come home? Do you kind of want to fill my spot? And it ended up working out. Um, so I came back over to Nanaimo. I did criminal defense for a year okay. um, for that law firm, and he is now retiring. Um, so he's shrinking his firm, and I've now moved on to prosecution, which I do at the local Crown Council office. Okay. Yeah. And now, like, of all the laws you've kind of touched base on, which one's, like, your kind of favorite to work on? 
Um, I think none of them really, in terms of like what I'm interested in, spark too much in me. What I really like about my job, especially now, um, doing prosecution, but I had it, I felt really connected to it as well, doing um, constitutional law is just like, I'm contributing to the community and I'm contributing like to society in a positive way. And right. I feel like what I'm doing is very meaningful. Um, and I think that's what's more important to me even than like the content of what I'm doing. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you, uh, do you find that job kind of like stressful at times I would imagine, <laughs> or is it like a constant, like you have to make sure you hit the deadlines. You gotta make sure you're. Yeah. I mean, I think any like administrative kind of office job, that's just like you have to be super analytical and like detail oriented and totally. um, task like deadline driven and organized and um, I have kind of that A type personality um, that I just tend to be like that myself. Oh, perfect. Um, so it's not that that really is a stressful part, but it's just the content that we deal with. Um, working in prosecution, obviously, I'm trying to take the bad people of the community and deal with them in ways that will make sure they're not contributing poorly. Totally. <laughs> um, so I do see some pretty kind of gruesome stuff in my day and that definitely sometimes is hard to shake off like sitting down and reading about you know like something really awful happening to someone and then trying to go home and not take it with you. Totally yeah because it's kind of like it's almost just like what reading it is probably just as you can picture it right so you're just yeah. like this sucks like. Yeah and a lot of the time we handle evidence like we handle disclosure and photographs and Okay. Um, all that kind of stuff, right? So a lot of the time, um, it it can almost feel really personal. Yeah, because um, I guess yeah, because you're now almost you're part of this like this whole like this I guess uh, the situ situation you're now in it like in the yeah, middle of it. Yeah, starts to feel personal, and I think um, being like especially a young woman too, um, a lot of the victims or like witnesses or people involved in these files tend to be someone just like me. Um, and Which, I mean, I'm sure is kind of, like, puts it on, like, not a harsh reality, but it's like, man, if it happens to them, it could happen to, like, anybody. It could right? happen to anyone. I think working, especially my last year in defense and now coming here, I think the biggest kind of eye-opener I've had is, like, we don't think all of these awful things happen in small communities and totally. this and that. And I'm sure you probably follow just like anyone else, like Nanaimo Thieving and, like, Local X and all those pages that kind of touch here and there on the bigger... Um, kind of stories locally but like this kind of stuff is happening every day in every community it happens to everyone um, and yeah I think it just it like really puts it into perspective that you can never be too careful or too safe and um, especially yeah like I said being a young woman sometimes it can already feel kind of intimidating being in such a big world um, and it tends to feel kind of personal sometimes and it's hard to not when I go home at night to kind of feel for the people that I deal with being so vulnerable and sensitive and um, having a hard time. Totally. Uh, do you like, is there any, how do you cope with that then? Um, for me, my roommate is going to laugh if she ever watches this. <laughs> um, for me, my biggest thing is like at the end of my day, generally I go to the gym and I kind of try to burn off whatever I need to burn off. Right. But when I get home at the end of my day, I am like brain off. Like I don't want to talk. I okay. need like my time to myself. My brain feels full and overstimulated and like I just can't be personal, like personable. Um, so my biggest thing is just like remembering to take like that time to myself that I need every night that I think especially a lot of busy younger people 
don't tend to do that. Right, like, yeah. I don't know, young people like to be busy, they like to be out, they like to be like stimulated all the time doing things. Totally, it's exhausting. Um, but it's exhausting, <laughs> and um, again, when you deal with kind of sensitive topics and something that you feel like can be personal, like you just burn out so fast, and like the mental health aspect of it is so important to be able to keep doing your job well, and even in your personal life, like uphold your relationships and um, still kind of feel like yourself. Right. Um, so yeah, I think I just like try to be really mindful of, I might want to do all these things and like be busy all the time and have a million things to flit off to, but it's super important to remember to be like taking care of myself and taking that time to kind of wind down. Totally. Yeah. And like that way, you know, that me time is honestly like, it's so nice sometimes like, like for myself, like I'll just sit there and I'll just play like a video game for like an hour and it's just like, this is really nice. Like I'm not overly thinking, I'm just like relaxed. Yeah, I like to do kind of mindless things, so I don't do silence very well. I never have. I'm like the music on in the background when you study kind of person. Definitely. Um, so I like to like kind of throw something on. We were talking about this earlier, but I usually throw on like friends or like yeah. something that you know you know what's going on. You don't really have to pay attention. Um, just to kind of keep like part of my brain occupied. And then I like to just do like like kind of put around the house or like I like to reorganize things all the time. Oh, okay. Um, just like I don't know like be moving but not really putting too much thought into what I'm doing right yeah I like guess just like mindless right like yeah. just relax yeah that's cool um so then like with the job have you ever had to deal with any, any difficult lawyers um I think any lawyer at any time can be absolutely wonderful and any lawyer at any Fair time enough. can be really hard to do <laughs> it um most lawyers kind of have that headstrong personality and I think they really need it to be good at their job um, but also something that I think people don't tend to really be mindful of is like lawyers are people just like anyone else. Totally. Um, they might have like, you know, kind of one of those jobs that you think maybe they hold themselves to a higher standard or maybe they feel like they have some sort of entitlement or whatever. But like, especially the people I've been um, able to work with, like they are so passionate about what they do and they do their jobs because they care enough to do right. it like if you don't care about what you're doing especially as a lawyer like in any of the areas but especially like if you're doing family work like with children or um prosecution like trying to take care of the community that kind of thing and just like overall make sure there's proper justice um if you don't care i don't think you're really ever going to excel at it totally um and yeah, I mean, they, they can be really intimidating because, I mean, they're brilliant. They are go-getters. They do, you know. Right, yeah. Like, like they've, gone through the, they've gone through, like, the ringer just trying to get through school. Like, I'm sure yeah. the bar is no easy <laughs> challenge, right? Like, yeah. And, yeah, but definitely, like, I think if it's something you're going to do, you should definitely put, like, 140 into it. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the time when people are super passionate about something, often um, it just happens like you butt heads with people oh yeah um, it's gonna happen in life anyways right yeah and when you butt heads with people all the time i think that gives sometimes people the impression that maybe you're hard to deal with or you're impersonable or right. um you know you're kind of cold but really it's just that they care so much about it that they're they're not willing to look past it like they're like no this matters and i'm like i'm gonna do my job and i'm gonna do it well and um yeah i think that's something <laughs> Um, that I try to be mindful of. Again, we all have like that super headstrong kind of atypical personality that everyone likes to be in control of things. Yeah, I get that. Um, but yeah, I think I've been very, very fortunate and all of the people 
that I've worked with just care so much about what they're doing and they have that moment where they might seem kind of scary or um, you know like a bit too much but when they come back down to kind of who they are um, they tend to be just like such good people that's awesome yeah uh, so then with like because obviously you get like a lot of confidential information and everything that the cases you see how do you find like not talking about it like do you find that pretty like at the start did you find it pretty difficult or did you find it pretty straightforward um there's definitely I think like at least for me I find that there's a fine line like some things that I totally don't identify with um I mean it's hard to read what people are going through and kind of see like the realities of what is going on um but a lot of it I feel like I can kind of shake it off um, other things, I think the best you can really do is like find someone that you can really trust and confide in and relate to, especially within your workplace. Right. Because um, A, you can disclose all that information to them, um, but B, just because like they really understand kind of like what you're holding on to. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm really lucky I work with a good group of women who do kind of what I do and um, we're really supportive and like a lot of us have built good relationships and that's good yeah that definitely I'm sure like it definitely helps like morale and everything and then also like you know one of you is not gonna let the other person just like get overwhelmed and just like have like that emotional like breakdown or something like that yeah, yeah. well I mean it's like it, it's a team effort totally like, um, any office is a team um, and like I don't at least anywhere I've ever been like boat's not going to keep floating if everyone kind of isn't all doing their part right totally um some people have bad days and they need extra help and some days you're fine and you can kind of lend a hand where you see people needing it so okay yeah uh what do you kind of find that the hardest parts about being like the hardest parts about your job um i think the hardest part about my job uh sometimes you have a lot of things that you have to get done um and the hardest part is that you just don't want to do any of them. <laughs> um, I find a lot of the time at work, I like have a huge list of things to do or like a stack on my desk and it's just deciding like, how do I strategically plan where to start? Okay. Um, there's so much work and there's never ever enough people to do it. Um, I think that's pretty common amongst like any industry. Right. Um, but especially again, and I'm at such a generational turnover that we're really lacking employees right now. Lots of people are leaving and I think law, again, kind of seems like a scary topic for people and not as many people seem to be in, I don't know if it's interested or like up to the challenge or whatever you want right. to, I guess, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like time management, um, yeah, making sure that you like know kind of what your capacity is. Um, okay. Again, it's a team environment, like I wouldn't be doing my job if I wanted to hang on to everything knowing I'm not going to get it done when there might be someone else who's willing to help me out. Okay. Um, I think in doing what I do over the last few years, I think I've been humbled, like, so much. Okay. <laughs> Especially as a young person, um, most of the people I work with tend to be usually in kind of like their mid to late 40s, maybe early 50s. Right. Um, and I, I just... I learn every day like crazy and I think even just the life skills I pull out of my job are even more valuable than kind of the work ethic and um, analytical skills that I learned so okay yeah that's cool how many cases do you see come across your desk like typically in the, I will say like a week um 
kind of depends on the week. Sometimes, I swear to God, this sounds so corny, but like <laughs> when there's a full moon, the weirdos come out. Right. Um, and it's, or like it's always after a long weekend or something. Like crime doesn't stop on the weekends. And no. um, some days or like some weeks, hundreds, some weeks, like a few. But again, like a file doesn't really depict how much work you're doing either because some files are like you kind of prepare a little disclosure package and then it gets resolved like super fast and that's kind of it. And some of them that are like the more serious offenses that go to trial and require a lot of preparation and evidence and, um, you know, like negotiation beforehand might only be one file, but it can take like two, three years maybe to resolve and it's constant work the whole time. Wow. Typically, like in my position I'm in, the idea is that I handle about 300 files a year. Okay. Um, We go by an alpha system. Um, But again, like some files just resolve super quick and aren't a big deal. And some of them are kind of more serious and they require a lot of time, a lot of attention, um, a lot of back and forth. So. Okay. Yeah. That's crazy. Do you find like... Uh, near Halloween and New Year's, there's, it's also quite much like a lot busier <laughs> just because like that's when all like the hooligans get out and stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is about it. I mean, I've only I only did defense for a year, and I've only been where I am now for a couple of months, or I guess just a month and a bit. Um, or maybe we just think it's funny to relate it to that. But I swear, <laughs> like I swear, holidays, like long weekends, full moons, like right. change of the season, like. Yeah. I swear that has something to do with it. I mean, like, I get it. Like, they get that extra day to, like, they have all this energy on, like, the, on the Monday or whatever day it is, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think, like, I don't know. Maybe this seems weird, but, like, stupidity also breeds stupidity. Um, this is true. So, on holidays especially, like, people like to drink. People yep. like to, I hate to say it, but, like, drink and drive. And people like to, you know, like, get a little bit too passionate about their bar arguments and like oh yeah like it's like it's all the stupid things that happens when you're drunk too because you're like this seems like a good idea yeah and then two seconds later or when you wake up the next day it's like it's not a good idea no not a good idea no and even i don't know i find like especially around holidays and stuff too that's when i think anyone like families and business owners and like people in poor relationships that's when holidays seem to be the most stressful time like, I don't know if you or your family feel it, but, like, at Christmas time, it's supposed to be, like, really enjoyable and relaxed and, like, about spending time together, but for some reason, it's stressful. It's, like, you feel exhausted and you're, like, working really hard to, like, make time work and put a lot of effort into things. Yeah. Um, so I think typically also just around holidays, like, long weekends, that kind of thing, it's just when people tend in an improper way to let out whatever they've been holding on to. I kind of get that because you're like a lot of people probably get stressed about like Christmas shopping and stuff, especially like when they're fi- like you know they have kids and they don't have it financially ready. Yeah. And then they tend to just like it's probably where people would like blow up, I guess, quote unquote. Yeah. And just like just like lose their cool. Yeah. And then you just like, I mean, I get it, but like, I think that the, 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 they must just forget like the whole point of like the holidays and the extra days is you just get to spend time together, right? Like. Yeah. It's not about the, all the other stuff. It's yeah, just about, it's not like, supposed to be. No, like not everything needs to have money being spent. Like it's just, yeah. you just need to be able to enjoy each other's company. Whether you play a board game for an hour or actually spend the day together, at least you got that time together. Yeah. So, I mean, that's <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, okay, so then with, would you, would you recommend your job to anybody? I would. Yeah? Um, I do, think do it's... They, do you think they have to be like headstrong or anything? Um... I think that definitely most of the skills are totally attainable. Like, you can be trained to be good at administration. Like, you can be trained to be 
you know, organized and, um, like deadline oriented and, um, you know, you can kind of teach yourself or train yourself about time management and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but I do definitely think you have to have a certain personality trait that is like very disciplined and very, um, kind of self-sufficient and, um, almost confident in what you're doing, like confident in your decisions, um, confident that like even confident enough to know yourself, like I said earlier, to be like, Ugh, what is my what is my actual capacity? Like do I have totally. to let go of something? Do I have to, you know, admit that maybe I do need help when I don't want to get help? Right. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. All of those are the life skills that I've been really picking up as I go along. Okay. Um and I think <laughs> Like I said, I think I've changed a lot since I started um, doing what I do now just because, again, I'm just so humbled by the people I work with and um, it's definitely a different perspective to kind of see what I do and changes the way that I think about like how I'm contributing to the community and kind of the choices I'm making and how I'm treating people. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What are your long-term goals with this? Like, do you have any short-term, long-term goals? Um... Some days I'm so passionate and love and care about my job that I'm already like, this is my forever career and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And, um, I mean, I started a paralegal degree a couple years back. Okay. Um, cause I really, at the time, like I was like, I love where I am. I love my job. Right. Love the company I'm with. Um, and then that's a lot to handle. So I kind of took a break and other days I'm still like, I'm so young and I'm so interested in so many other things. Right, that um, you don't want to just, like, settle down and, like, be yeah. complacent. You just kind of want to see maybe, like, if there's, like, one... Like, if you might say, I don't know, like, mechanic, you might just try it and be like, this is way fucking better instead yeah. of, like, being, like, a legal assistant. But I get that. Yeah, so, I mean, especially where I am now, it is a potential really good long-term kind of career for me to keep. And I really like having that kind of security. Totally. Um, that I think not a lot of young people have. I think everyone kind of really, really, really wants to get there to that, like, forever job. For sure. Um, but I really have to kind of take a step back and remind myself of my age and, like, I still have so much ambition to do other things that I'm passionate about. Um, and I think I'd be doing myself a disfavor to kind of settle and never try anything else and say, like, this is already my forever. Totally, yeah. There's <laughs> there's nothing worse than, like, oh, yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Yeah. And then you're just, like, but it's been, you're, like, 65 and you're, like, like I should have done it. Like, yeah. Whether it was something super small or something super big, like that's why you always, it's always good to take those chances. Yeah, I think also now that I've moved back home, um, I have a little bit less stress now than I did, like I'd say, like a year or two ago when I was really starting off my career and trying right. to build kind of my resume. Um, that's exactly what I think I'm holding closest to my heart is like, <laughs> um, what do people call it? FOMO. Oh yeah, so, fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah. I think. The last few years, like, I graduated high school early, I went right into university, and then Mm -hmm. I went right into working, and then I went right back into university, right back to working, Um, and, like, I haven't traveled, I haven't... um, Like, have you been out of the country? No, like, I just haven't done so many things, um, because I was way too focused at such a young age, I'd already kind of kick-starting the rest, what I thought at the time was the rest of my life. Which I don't blame you, though, considering, you know, it's like... You can travel later. It's not like not that you can't earlier too, yeah. but at the same time, if you go traveling, it's nice to come home to something that you've yeah. worked hard for. Like you know, you have like a good job coming back to it and stuff instead of procrastinating, 
quote unquote procrastinating it or taking a gap year or something like that. Yeah, so I think now that I do have a little bit more stability, um, <laughs> FOMO. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's just, I'm trying to really hold that close and remind myself like to take time to do things that I want to do. Um, I play like rec sports, I play ball. Oh, cool. Um, I just started playing adult dodgeball. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is so much fun. You're gonna have to like link me up to this because I've been craving dodgeball since like high school. It's so much fun and again, if any of my friends decide to watch this, they're gonna be so embarrassed that I'm even talking about it. <laughs> um, but it's just such a good way to like I find it hard, especially in Nanaimo, and like not being in school anymore, it's really hard to find social things to do that aren't drinking. I get that, because everyone's like, let's go to the bar, let's, or just drink here and then hang yeah. out. And like, drinking doesn't need to be a part of everything. I'm sure like it's enticing, but yeah. like. Well, I just, I feel, yeah, rec sports for me, I mean, I played sports growing up, I love them, I'm competitive. Yeah. Um, I like being active. It's just a good way to be social and, um, I, in the last few years, haven't taken the time to do all these kinds of things that really are important to me and I think are really beneficial. Okay. Um, so yeah, I think now I have some stability and I'm trying to remind myself, like, don't miss out on these, like, character building years and experiences. Definitely, because everyone says the 20s are, like, your years to, like, yeah. really f harness who you are as a person. Yeah. And, like, kind of get, like, a, not, you can, I mean, you can change your career path at any point, but, like... It's more about who you are and like yeah. defining what you are and what you're going to do and all that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> so Gabby, this is the part of the show called the motivational moment. Ah. So, <laughs> so how would you describe your passion in five words or less? In five words or less? I mean, if it's more than five, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> um, I almost just had a count on my fingers. Um, I think... Like, there's no non-cliché to way to say it, but I think it's just, like, treat everybody with compassion. Okay. Um, you don't know where people come from. Like, you don't know, like, their backstory, their life, how they grew up. You know, like, um, again, I, I tend to deal with people who are in really vulnerable positions or different situations. And, right. Um, I, like, I deal with some people who I am, like, how are you holding it together so well? Um, because... I see what they're going through and, and I learn kind of their backstory and what it is and they still present themselves as such a together just like person like they right, like, function well and they're happy and they're positive and um, it really just astounds me um, that just how much you really don't know about people and it's so important no matter who someone is or where you maybe think they came from or didn't um, treat everyone with compassion because you just don't know totally yeah like it's so hard to like see a person like unless you're in their shoes yeah. like what they've been through like you don't know what kind of mental trauma physical trauma or like honestly they could do like a lot of people just have shit luck yeah and like <laughs> like you just like whether it be a wrong place wrong time or just like the cards you were dealt are just like not that great but yeah i like it it's good to see when people are still like able to hold themselves together and be like no like i'm above this like yeah I, I, i'm going to get past it they just gotta keep working on it and like you definitely never want to treat... That's why it's always good to treat people with respect, right? Like, you yeah. never just want to mistreat them or anything because you don't know what's going on. Totally. That's cool. Um, so you've talked about... You were saying earlier uh, that you had, like, these other passions you want to check out. So what are these passions? Um, I've always loved medicine. Okay. Science. Um, I always kind of thought maybe I would be a doctor or a nurse. Um, that would be fun. Or, like, a physiotherapist or something. 
Um, I loved sciences when I was going through school and I took all of them. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, and I think kind of my idea about going into the business technology program, like taking a one-year trade, my idea was to kind of do something quick that I can come out of with kind of a good starting career job right. and build myself up for a few years so that I can send myself back to school for kind of my long-term okay. goal. And then the most shocking part about it for me was that now that I'm doing what I do, I actually really enjoy it and it is potentially... Like now it's kind of like, not, not that it's a bad thing, but it's potentially holding you from like pursuing other the other things. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's something that I never considered or thought about. So I think it was a big shell shock for me, like one kind of two years in to be like, you know what, I actually really love and am passionate about what I'm doing. Right. Um, and because it's not ever something I thought about, it's kind of that weird, like, do I do I trust my gut? Do I not? Like, right. something that I really thought I was so sure about was that this was going to be like a temporary build myself up to get to somewhere else kind of thing. And now it really is seeming like something that can be a long-term kind of um, career for me. Totally. Um, that I enjoy and I really think I excel at so far and, um, you know, can support me and have a good life. and um, Which is, like, perfect. Yeah. I mean, not many people, like... As long like as long as you're not living check to check, I mean you're you're doing pretty good. Like yeah, I'm pretty fortunate um, to do what I'm doing, and um, like I said, I'm so fortunate to get to meet and work with the people that I do. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny how sometimes you can like try to make things happen for yourself, and as hard as you try, sometimes they don't pan out. And I just somehow got lucky enough to kind of stumble upon what I'm doing now, and have had so many awesome opportunities and. Um, have gained so much life experience and skills and which is like more than you can ask for right like that's yeah. awesome yeah I'm really lucky so no doubt that's it seems like it's very fast oh, Jesus <laughs> sorry I'm still in grade school still fascinating <laughs> but uh, yeah that's awesome yeah uh, Gabby I'd like to thank you for coming on the show oh, thanks for having me of course uh, where can the people find you find me yeah like on Instagram oh. <laughs> like, not like your literal location <laughs> Uh, um, I think my Instagram is Gab Canoop, like G A B, and then my last name. Okay, I'll put it below you. I think, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me at Just Prisma on everything. Make sure you check out the other videos. Uh, if you like it, hit that subscribe, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks.